0: Welcome to the Glow Girl podcast. I am Kyra Mitchell-Lewis and thank you for joining. So we're nearing the end of the year and let's talk about you. What have you discovered about yourself this year? Did you begin a personal journey? Therapy? Coaching? Working out? A new hobby? Or start a new business? Well, no matter what you started or are preparing to start, you're taking the first step to becoming the best version of you. My guest today is Susan Crawford, founder of Meraki Inspired. Susan is a coach and speaker who helps women evolve into the best versions of themselves. Susan will join me to discuss her personal journey, coaching, and how she helps women take the first step to becoming the best version of themselves. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. All right. Well, welcome back everyone to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I am Kyra and I am so very excited today to be joined by my friend, Susan Crawford. Um, She is a coach and also um, a um, speaker and she is the founder of, I hope I'm going to say this correctly, Meraki Inspired. And I'm going to wait, guys, I'm going to let her tell you what that means. I've read it on her site and just was like, ah, but I'm going to let Susan tell you all about it. So Susan, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me to be here.
0: This is exciting. Yes. Um, So let's go ahead and dive into your story. Just go ahead and let the audience know who Susan is.
1: Well, <laughs> that's a big question, and it's one of those existential questions: Who am I? Right? I think we're we're all trying to figure that out. So, the professional side, I'm a I'm a I have a social work background, training and development background. I'm a coach and mentor. Um, that's the boring stuff, though. I think the more exciting <laughs> part of me is that I'm a mom of two girls. Um, I'm a wife. I I'm a business owner. I left a corporate job that was killing my soul and uh, took the leap to start my own business. Uh, through that journey, I mean like all of us, I think it's a winding journey that we take through life. Uh, we, we go steadily checking all the boxes of finishing our education, getting a job, finding a partner, getting a house, and doing all those things perfectly. Uh, and then I got blindsided by postpartum depression. And so I think that was probably the starting point of my uh, unraveling Mm -hmm. and also my building myself back to be the woman that I now define uh, on my terms, not the terms of my parents or society. And I've used that to tell my story. I've used that to inspire other women because I think so often we are, we are shamed into our stories and into silence that we uh, feel like we are, not, we are alone and that there's no space to share the, the overcoming of these stories and all the steps it takes to be able to do that. So that is why I left my corporate job because when you feel in your body so deeply, <laughs> yes the toll it's taking on your very essence Mm -hmm. um, you have the option to stay or to change and I decided to change and so three two years ago I I quit my job and I started Meraki inspired and the the rest as they say is history
0: (laughs) (laughs) now I thank you so much for sharing that because right just within your Story, And I know that, you know, there are long, if you could tell the story and it would be much longer than yeah. this condensed <laughs> version, but there's so much packed into that. Yeah. Just, um, and so many things that I think women are dealing with. Um, one thing you did mention, it's almost like a lot of times in order for us to actually make a change, we have to almost just like hit this wall mm-hmm. and, you know, and, I can relate to that just from even like starting a personal like like starting therapy and starting a journey to better myself. Um I was spiraling out and didn't realize it. And I thought it it was masked with overwhelm. Just saying, "Oh, I'm just overwhelmed," but it was just really like, no, I was just probably about to have some type of breakdown without knowing, you know, but it was all because of boundaries and not having them. Yes. And yes.
1: And putting on the happy face, right? Yes, Everything yeah. is fine. I'm great. And, you know, never being able to actually reveal those darker sides of ourselves because it's positive vibes only nowadays. And, yeah. you know, keep pushing through. Yeah. And that is so detrimental to our ourselves as women and our spirit because there mm-hmm. comes a point where our mind and our body know not to push through anymore, that something has right. to change. Like yeah. this autopilot that we are forced to live in when we wake up and realize oh my god (laughs) this isn't the life i want then we have to we we are called to do something we're invited to do something Mm -hmm. about it and and really my mission is to to speak to those women who feel that call who hear it who know that they want something different but Mm -hmm. don't know where to start or or even what they want a lot of the time
0: right yeah yeah no i i love that because you you do have to make a you have to make a choice you have to draw a line in the sand and you you have to say like i am really i like to say honor the feelings and my therapist tells me this all the time she's like it's okay if you feel down about something or you you know don't let it take a permanent residence in your head (laughs) but she's like nothing don't let it live rent free But definitely, um, like, honor it in that moment and then figure out, work through, you know, how to then how to push forward. And to your point, a lot of people don't have some, you know, they don't know the, the ways to do that they don't have the tips or they don't have the resources. So a lot of people just are in this like spiral of despair almost.
1: Exactly, and yeah. then and then because women are told that, you know, just make it work, fake it till you make it, we put on these happy faces, but we're dying inside. And yeah. I really believe that in order to stop that that cycle we need to start talking about the hard things we need mm-hmm. to say I'm overwhelmed I'm I'm losing my patience with my kids all the time I hate my job I'm miserable in my marriage like all right. of these things when we can put them in some type of order when we can put that chaos into order mm-hmm. we become happier and when yes. we are happier we are more productive we are more creative we are more inspired and that is essentially how how I want to live Mm -hmm. And so I, I really want women to know that and men too, I know men struggle with this as well, but women specifically, there's something that, you know, in society tells us we have to be perfect. We have to be flawless. Mm -hmm. We can't show weakness or vulnerability. And that is, oh
0: yeah, I know. And I think during, especially like during the, this time with the pandemic and moms, you know, women that are moms having to, like, be home with their kids, entertain their kids, be a teacher, be all those things to everybody in their household. Um, You know, a lot of them are like people are feeling, but I'm like, no, if you feel a certain way, you can say it. Like, I I don't personally, I don't have kids, but I, my, but I understand, like I have friends that, you know, have been sort of (laughs) in this dual role of like educator, mom, wife, you know, for the last six months. And I'm like, it's okay for you to say like, you know what, my kids are. Driving me crazy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no judgment, right? Yeah, exactly. What you said earlier, what you resist persists. Yeah. So if you're not willing to just acknowledge the emotion that you're feeling that's there and we stuff it down like we do, yes. then we try to numb them because then they get <laughs> overwhelming and it's like, okay, now it's numbing time. Go grab the wine, go grab the food, go grab, you know, yeah. drugs or whatever else is your yeah. thing. And it's like, that's address the issue at the core and Mm -hmm. then you can work through it
0: right yep nope i definitely definitely agree with you okay so meraki inspired the name yeah
1: Yeah. you know this is a this is a word a greek word that i came across about six years ago and i loved the definition of it so i've i've switched it up a little bit to fit my vibe but Mm -hmm. it it really means the soul creativity and passion that you put into something and it's leaving the essence of yourself in everything you do Mm. and now If anybody listening or watching has been in a job where you just punch in, punch out, and are on this like robotic cycle, Mm -hmm. and you have more to give, more to offer, this word spoke to my soul. And I said, this is the type of work I want to do. This is the kind of person I want to be so that people are impacted by me and interacting with me because of what I have to offer and so I chose this name for my business as a reminder of what I stood for and what I desired and also as a way to inspire others to say this is what you can have too. When you make hard choices you can live Meraki and essentially it, it because it derives from a Greek word it's like when you eat a good meal and you can say I can taste the love Mm -hmm. is Meraki that is that is exactly what it stands for so yeah I love that
0: (laughs) so how do you how did you personally um, deal with because I'm sure you got to this place and you said I want to I'm gonna leave my job I'm gonna start Mm -hmm. my own business I'm going to make myself happy and find joy every day Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I'm sure there were there was fear there was doubt that came into play as you probably got closer to actually doing it. Um, How did you deal with that?
1: Well, I was in this job, uh, so first of all, I wanna tell everybody: don't just drop your job and say, well, I heard Susan (laughs) say that she quit her job to find Meraki, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) It was a process, like it was a process that was, for me, very well thought out. I'm not a risk taker, but I knew that what was at risk was my well-being had I Mm. stayed. So mm-hmm. I was there for about eight years and the last two years after I had had my two kids was probably the hardest. And so the the process looked like, okay, I'm not happy. A lot of people I worked with weren't happy. Mm-hmm. I have the choice to stay or go. Ooh, that's scary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do to start getting the wheels in motion? So. I got some certifications and training. I talked to people who had left the profession. I had talked to people who were doing the work that I wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. And probably the biggest key for me was receiving coaching. Um, that changed my perspective. It changed my life because where I thought I was stuck, I, began, I I learned that I actually had the keys to the golden handcuffs that were keeping me in this toxic job. Wow, yes, and so,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's a, you might have, that's, that's a word, Susan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we realize we have power, even when we feel powerless to create Mm -hmm. change, everything changes. Everything changes when we recognize that we have agency, that we can lead our lives differently mm-hmm. if we are brave enough to take that first step. And yes, it was scary. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like <laughs> pension, benefits, great mm-hmm. paycheck, a nine to five. Where I was born and raised, you don't leave that. That is like the dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if that dream costs me my happiness, my relationship, my, my connection with my kids at the end of the day, because I spend so much time being happy and putting right. on the face and then I go home and they get what's left.
0: Yes. Oh that- my yes. Yes.
1: It wasn't
0: worth it. <laughs> that is, I love, I absolutely love what you just said because that is so true. I mean, so many people, so many women are just, their families are just getting what they have left at the end of the day. And that was a similar you know, thing for me is when I started um, my journey, when I started therapy and started to talk about the boundaries that I didn't have mm-hmm. and realizing that me getting up and starting my day, so pre Covid and working from home mm-hmm. i was getting up at 4 30 to work out then uh, to get to my job by like 7 30 and then i was working through the day working through lunch and then i would leave the office sometimes at 7 sometimes okay. seven thirty. and while yes you know i think i would justify it in my head because i was like well i don't have children you know i have a husband i have a pup but they also deserve to get the best of me so then when i got home i would just be like okay hurry up make dinner you know try to sit down work on your side business and you know and try and just and then i'd be just back in the same circle like every day so it's you know it definitely is making so when you start to make that positive change for yourself because i was like i i can't do this forever
1: no, no, no one can. Like when when life yeah. starts to become operational, like yeah. okay, so I, I go from A to B to C to e. mm-hmm. Excuse me, it's no fun. Right, it's no fun, and yeah. so you have to decide what do you want.
0: Exactly, what do you
1: want out of your life?
0: yep and i mean i think what you said is you know like you want to be happy and it's one thing i think and my uh, maybe a a session i had a therapy session a couple weeks ago i said to my therapist i said looking at the the feelings will um i was like you know what i feel joy Mm -hmm. and i don't know that i felt joy in quite some time i said i don't know how to explain this feeling i said but it's just it's not happy like because happy can you know can be up and down but i'm like it's just a sense of peace calm and just joy Mm -hmm. and and i said and i you know i'm just so thankful that i was able to get back to you know get here again um because like i probably feel like i'm like i don't think i felt that in like the last 10 years because like you pilot Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like you said, it's just been this, like, it's operational and yeah. you're just, you're just making, you're, you're making, and you're making transactions throughout the day. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And, yep. then, and it's surface level. Yep. So even if you look at relationships and friendships, it's like, how deeply do the people that are in your circle know you? Mm-hmm. Like, do they really know you or do they know the version of you that you've presented to them
0: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. makes
1: you appear perfect or the way you want like do they know all the sides of you right that's where relationship happens
0: yeah that's where
1: connection happens
0: yep and so yeah and so that's why i have said repeatedly to like any of my friends during this time i'm like look use this time to connect like i immediately in march when this everything started to happen when i came home to work full-time from home I saw it as an opportunity I'm like you know what I'm not gonna let this time be for naught. like because I'm gonna be connected to my husband I'm gonna be connected to my friends I'm gonna catch up with people even yeah we're zooming but I'm gonna catch up with people who I've said oh I need to reach out oh I need to do this and I said because you don't want a year from now to say what did I do with all that time that we were like at home You don't want it to, and I mean, and it's, you know, I was able to start this Glow Up Girl, and I was able to start this podcast, and I've been able to meet amazing people, and, you know, like you said, when you know what you know in your, like, your, your bones, that something is meant, and it's what you're supposed to be, and supposed to be doing, and what brings you, this is part of the joy that, you know, I get, is to be able to talk to someone like you, and be able to help women out there who may not be at the point yet where they're ready to say start mm-hmm. but they're just listening and they're processing and planning yeah. so yeah so i'm That's right.
1: rocky that <laughs> that is exactly what we're talking about yeah. and and you know the the feeling of joy when you make a shift in your life that is for you Right? How many of us are the people pleasers that make sure everybody else in our life is taken care of, they have everything they need, comfortable, abundant, and then we look at ourselves and it's like, wait, I have nothing of my own that I can dive into, and it's like, well, wait a second, why is that? We have to choose to create something for ourselves. And this time, you know, this last six months Mm -hmm. has flipped people's lives upside down. And this has probably been the biggest wake up call for women, especially the women I've coached, Mm. because they've been forced to slow down just enough to realize that the life they were living does not bring them joy.
0: Mm. Wow. And (laughs) what are... What are they doing with that? How have you been able to help them with that discovery?
1: Yeah, Um, it's hard because women typically, because they are putting everyone else's needs first, mm -hmm. have such a hard time giving to themselves. Mm -hmm. It comes back to you have to believe you are worthy to be taken care of, not by others, by you first. Yes. We are, we must be responsible for our own well-being otherwise we will burn out as many of us do we will um we will not ask for help which many of us do because asking for help is perceived as weak and Mm -hmm. vulnerable and if you can't do it then come on you're not good enough Mm -hmm. um if you break if you take a break then it's perceived as selfish and lazy like there are so many things Mm -hmm. that are attacking women and their well-being but we need to like dispel all of that and say it is your responsibility to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So the overwhelm, the, um, the stress of working from home, for some of us teaching our kids at home, mm-hmm. sending or not sending our kids to school now that they're open, um, right. we have had such scheduled lives, you know, wake up, go to work, get the kids mm-hmm. ready, wh- whatever your process looks like in the morning, if you've slowed down to say, oh, wait a second, I'm not chauffeuring anybody around anymore, this kind of feels good. I have a little bit of extra time. Oh, I don't have all of the responsibilities that I used to have. There is such beauty in simplification. <laughs> like yes. when you can simplify your life, and I think that's what this pandemic has done, is invited us, if we choose, to simplify our lives yes. so that we have space for ourselves to, to nurture, to take care of, to fill up our own being first.
0: No, I so agree with that. And I, I love that. I think you're right. Everything you said, it's, it's 100 and like 20%. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because I mean, you say like in jobs, you know, mm-hmm. it's always women who have to juggle, Uh, you know, we have to juggle and multitask mm-hmm. and with a smile. Yeah. like Exactly. With,
1: Exactly. With the,
0: with a the smile and you, yeah. and if you mess up, you know, it's okay for the other people. But we, you know, also we put that pressure on ourselves because we don't want to let people yeah. down and, you know, and everybody around you can make those mistakes. And you're like, you know, well, if that were me, it would be different, you know? Yes. Um. And, and, and there is just a higher level of, because with women, it's usually, your promotion is riding on that. Yes. Being, you know, um, being given uh, more money, you yeah. know, um, is riding on that. So, but it's okay. You know, most times men can make those same, mm-hmm. you know, mistakes or men are they, they're not even able to juggle as much right. as women.
1: The mental load women carry, I feel is absolutely astounding. I wonder how so many of us walk upright with how many things we have to juggle, process, (laughs) think about, plan for, um, anticipate in our heads. And then you add being a woman of color. The stakes are so much higher. So much higher. And so Not stopping, hustling hard, making sure that we are doing all the things independently, we are going to be our own downfall if we don't stop and pay attention.
0: Yeah we
1: have to pay attention yeah
0: no i'm so i'm actually really glad you brought that up because it is so true i mean and it's you know obviously this year has given given us the opportunity to be able to have more of those conversations with people who do not look like us um you know and i know you know i always tell people i'm like look i have worked in corporate america for almost like 20 plus years now and i'm like Yes. I want to tell you one thing. Number one, I want to tell you that it is not a compliment to me for you to say that I'm articulate. It's not. It is not a compliment <laughs> Please <stop>. um, because, <laughs> because yeah. you would not tell, you do not tell the, the white person or someone else that, oh, yeah, you're very, you so
1: well, oh, yeah,
0: what
1: am I? And,
0: and I was like, oh, well, what did you think I would sound like? Uh, Okay. So, so, you know, I've been able to have a lot of those conversations and just, you know, um, examples from previous jobs of, you know, being asked to carry a mighty load when someone else that was not of the same color was able to just maybe be very emotional at work and they just were like well she's just having a hard time so can you take this work kyra and do it and i was like uh okay but why don't i get the same you know well who's gonna take care of my mental (laughs) well-being right
1: right and that's where i think it's beautiful that you talked about boundaries because i think the hardest thing for women for a lot of women to say is no yes no is a full sentence it is a complete thought and <laughs> it is a declaration of this is a boundary for me and I am NOT letting you cross it yeah and worse and if you're a people pleaser saying no can be so hard because the guilt the shame the what if I hurt someone's feelings what mm-hmm. if you know what will they think of me will I you know get in the way of this job opportunity will yeah. my friends still talk to me you know we're afraid because we're used to pleasing and we're used mm-hmm. to giving but those boundaries are critical because we have to be responsible for taking care of ourselves
0: yeah we have yep. to be yeah we de- yeah we definitely do oh that was so i love that that was just that was that was filled with so much <laughs> so much <laughs> knowledge there um so let's see how do you help amazing women So let's talk about your, your, your personal, your program so Mm -hmm. that people can understand, you know, your approach to coaching and what steps you take to help someone get started.
1: Yeah. I, well, I have to say the coaching I do, I don't coach what I haven't done myself. So Mm -hmm. I will never lead a client or someone that I'm working with through a process that I haven't personally Mm -hmm. experienced because I think the, the value is, is that I have taken these steps and they work Mm -hmm. and so i want to guide you through those same steps because i know the outcome that is possible if you are willing to commit and do the work Mm -hmm. and so the the program that i offer women the amazing women that i work with and just to give you a picture of like the range Mm -hmm. executives um moms full-time employees that want to have a side hustle that want to start something of their own so they're in mlms like the the um, the companies that you know have consultants, they mm-hmm. are you know students who are just trying to figure out who they are outside of their parents. And, and trying to carve their own way in this world. So I work with a range of amazing women who want to figure out who am I outside of the labels that I've been given, outside of the roles <clears throat> that I've been playing, and who am I at my core? And I just wanna give this sort of analogy because I, a client told me this and I thought it was the most perfect description. She said, you know, so many of us women live our lives like we're tofu. Now, for anybody who loves tofu, I apologize. You're not going <laughs> to like this analogy. But if you think of tofu, it's sort of this like flavorless thing mm-hmm. that if you add to a dish, it could be really tasty. Mm-hmm. But if you're a woman who sort of is going through her life on autopilot, doing you know the things that you're supposed to do and not really connecting to any of them, you can be in any situation, at any job, in any relationship, playing any role, and you will fit in. But you'll never have this identity of your own. You'll never have things that are yours, that you like, that bring you passion and excitement. And so, a lot of the women I work with have been living their lives like tofu. Mm. And what I help them create is a flavor, a life, an existence of their own. Outside of the roles and the, that they play and the things that they do, something that is completely theirs. And that is the Find Your Way program
0: love it yeah that
1: and and I love to say that the find your way program it's not just a program it's a homecoming because we have strayed so far from ourselves by being in other people's dishes Mm -hmm. that we need to find our way back to our essence to our core so that when we show up at work in our relationships as parents in our friendships that we are the most authentic versions of ourselves fully expressed
0: yes. and I think
1: that is the biggest gift you can give yourself as a woman uh,
0: that is yes that gave me chills actually <laughs> that I mean that is just so true that is so true and once you start to you know get to a place to where you're evolving or you're walking that type of journey towards being the most authentic version of yourself I mean People can't, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, you have to go into it and you have to be okay with the fact that some friends may fall off. Some mm-hmm. family members may mm-hmm. not understand. Um, yeah. Of course you know co-workers are gonna be just blown away by like well, what is going <laughs> on buddy? with you yeah <laughs> who, who is this now? <laughs> um, so I think that people you know I think that's why a lot of times people don't necessarily because they don't want like you said they don't want things to change in their like existence of how it is but I'm just I, I'm just here to say like it is the best thing because when you start to walk, a different wall, and you start to walk a journey that is you know that puts you first because that's the number one thing it's like you know yeah, yeah my therapist always says you have to treat you have to retrain and you have to teach people how to treat you I love that and if you, if you don't do that, then people will continue to treat you the way they've always treated you. So if they're, if they're used to coming to your cup and just drinking all that you have and then leaving you empty, they will continue to do that. But one of the things that I've found that has been um, good for me is just having a conversation with people to say, look, yeah. so here's where I am. This is what I've been working on. And I'm probably not going to be answering or doing those things that we used to do quite as much because I'm establishing my own boundaries. Yeah. And so I think that if women, you know, can just, <laughs> if you can just see it, if there's yes. just a, glim- a, a glimmer and you get just a small taste of it, then you'll want so much more of it. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And it just takes one woman to take that first step and all of the women around her will look and say, I want that for my life too yep. how do I do it yeah like we feel yeah like no. <laughs> where can I get some of that right <laughs> and and that's not to say that fear isn't there that's not to say that um, like frustration and you know the the ebbs and flows like the valleys are there too and mm-hmm. you will lose people along your path you will um, you will let go and say goodbye to relationships that maybe were meaningful for you at a time and you will pick up people along the way that will support you and your journey and help push you further along
0: yes oh yes another susan you are here dropping all the (laughs) knowledge this morning on a saturday but that is so true because i think that's what people always they associate the change with maybe losing something but you have to think about the gain and you know and it doesn't mean that you know you don't still love somebody That you still don't, you know, care for them. It's just, it's a season, and and for you to walk into the next season of your life, and for you to continue to evolve. I mean, sometimes you have to let uh, some people go and let other people in. Yeah,
1: I love that. I love that. And what it brings um, brings up for me is for anybody who has experienced loss in their life, grief. We know it is a recurring part of life. And a lot of that grief can come with change. You could lose a job and you're grieving the work or the people or the Mm -hmm. stability. Um, When I became a mom, I didn't realize the grief that was attached to it because I was essentially saying goodbye to the version of me that I had up until I was in my 30s. I had to say goodbye to that version of Susan because this new chapter was not gonna be the same and we have to allow ourselves to grieve what we are leaving behind but we cannot stay there Mm -hmm. we cannot stay there because what lies ahead of us that unlimited potential that lies ahead of us if we're willing to have the courage to go after it Mm -hmm. is phenomenal but there will be stages of grief and loss and processing that have to happen otherwise we get stuck If I held on to that version of me before kids, there's no way I could enjoy motherhood. There's Mm -hmm. no way I could have taken a step out of a corporate job because all of that would still be tied to something that no longer exists. We are continually evolving and we have to understand that there is loss in evolution.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. And um, yeah, I, that is great. So what would you say to someone who may be listening, you know, to who's going to be listening to us now and, or some, a woman who is, she's trying to determine, you know, and she's just got a lot of thoughts. Um, what would you say to someone who is just maybe, ah, maybe I want to, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: I, I believe that even when we say we're not sure, we know. Mm -hmm. And we have gone so far from listening to our inner knowing, like that deep Mm -hmm. inner knowing that knows. So what I would say to that woman is, tune out all of the noise. Tune out the noise of your parents saying that this is what your life has to look like, your partner, your kids, your job. Tune out all of that distraction, turn off social media, Mm -hmm. and be with yourself. Be with yourself and ask yourself the question, Who do I want to be? And then listen, because you know at your core, in your truest essence, who you want to be in this world. And when you listen to that answer and look at your life and see that it is not aligned, Mm -hmm. that is your call to adventure. This is the ultimate hero's journey. When you hear that call, it starts as a whisper, and then becomes a deafening bang on a pot, Mm -hmm. those are the signs that we are trained to ignore because we are supposed to check the boxes that we've been told to check and live a status quo life. But for those women who feel restless, who feel the the upheaval, that that fire in their belly that says this is not All that's in me this is not all that I have to give Mm -hmm. listen to that voice and take one step forward use a coach work with a therapist sit down and think about what is it that you want your life to look like create the vision of your life not the life that somebody else says you have to have but your life and then figure out what is it that I need to do to take a step closer to that vision
0: yes If You're not already like now after you heard that, like saying, sign me up, (laughs) please please sign up. Oh, I love that. Love that, Susan. So now we're going to end on um, five things with Susan. So um, how do you start your day? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, in quarantine, <laughs>
0: these <laughs> days start a lot differently. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because we are we are homeschooling online, and so I always try to start my day um, with gratitude that I have my family close to me, and we are safe and healthy, and enjoying the, these moments with my kids. Um, I think I, I feel like I, I look at my mom who worked full time uh, as a nurse rotating shifts and she missed so many core moments of our lives because mm-hmm. of work. This it sounds awful to say has been a gift because I've spent mm-hmm. more time with my kids than probably my mom was able to when they were this age and so I am grateful for that and as much as i get frustrated like every other mother out there um, (laughs) i i really want to cherish those moments so we start our school routine but what i try to do every morning is ground myself in the knowing that this is for this moment what i am focused on what i am invested in and what i am choosing to do
0: yes i love that so um what book or books are you currently reading?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of your listeners have read Untamed but it is the book for women who are ready to make a change in their lives. Mm. Um, it's written by Glennon Doyle. Um, powerful book because she really breaks down how we have learned mm-hmm. to be caged in our lives and now it is time to untame. Now it is time to let loose and be yourself fully. And anyone who has read it, I tell them you can read the book. The Find Your Way program shows you how. Mm. Because there is a difference between reading and absorbing, and yep. then taking deliberate action. And I'm yes. all about take the action if you want to see the change. Yes. It's that book and um, more. Myself, I just finished Alicia Keys's memoir. And oh, okay. So good so good a lot of the same themes a lot of the same experiences um, just told in a different way but it's always how do i come back home to myself mm. this is the journey we need to be on as women coming right. back home to ourselves
0: yes i love that um how do you push through a challenging day
1: um i think old susan would have said go hard keep pushing keep going this version of me has been very um conscious to say, then stop. Yes. If it's a really challenging day, I'm not serving myself and I can't serve my clients if I'm not my best version of me. Mm-hmm. And so I am learning like a lot of women and unlearning the pattern of rest, slow down, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. I am a work in progress too because I've had the same programming that we've all had. It's like, right. Just yeah. keep pushing. It doesn't yeah. matter if you burn out. It doesn't matter if you're exhausted. Yeah it does it does so if days are really hard then i then i step back Mm -hmm. and i figure out what i need to do to take care of myself because one day isn't going to break my business one day isn't going to kill me what is going to kill me is pushing through to the Mm -hmm. point of burnout and exhaustion where i can't do my work where i can't take care of my kids where i can't be um you know myself so if it gets hard, I am learning and continuously practicing to rest.
0: Yes, now that is excellent advice. Um, how do you deal with um, a no? When some, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, well it depends who says it, right? And yeah, if, yeah. If it's a no, I, I want to believe that I that I respect people's no's. Um, it, it's different, however, I have to say it's a little bit different when it's a client. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, my clients will say no to challenges, to things that they're afraid of doing, Mm -hmm. because it takes them outside of their comfort zone. So when I'm working with a client and they're like, oh no, I can't possibly do that. Right. I hold every person that I work with as naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Mm -hmm. And I believe if we can hold people in that space, they can do the hard things that they are afraid of. And so if it's a client, I'm gonna hold space for that woman and say, yes, you can. What's one step you can take? So that Mm -hmm. she understands she has a lot of power within her to make Mm -hmm. that no a yes, if it feels like an aligned yes. If it's not Mm -hmm. from a place of fear, of self-doubt, of self-sabotage, which we're all fantastic at. Mm -hmm. Aligned no is powerful. Um, If it's other people in my life and they say no, cool but just know that I am just as capable of using the word no and using it as a full sentence without apology, without compromise, like I have non-negotiables. And so, you know, I respect no's, my no's need to be respected as well.
0: Exactly. And last, how do you end the day?
1: Oh my gosh. After the children have gone to sleep, (laughs) it's usually, (laughs) it's usually watching a favorite show, just kicking my feet up, going to sleep myself, spending time with my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's my time. It's my time to decompress and process the day. And I think it always is, is important to come back to gratitude. Like Mm -hmm. I am grateful I have been able to leave a corporate job and start a business. I am grateful that we are safe during COVID. I am grateful that I've been able to run a business through a pandemic. Um, I'm grateful I have my health. And you know, there's so many things that if we stop long enough to say, okay, there are some things that aren't perfect that aren't going well or going right. Mm -hmm. But instead of focusing on those things, if we make a quarter turn pivot and say, holy crap, there is so much that I have to be thankful for here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: feel like it's a great way to end the day.
0: Yes. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, everything you said about the morning and the evening, I started with gratitude. I ended with gratitude and thanks for the day, no matter what happened during that day, because yeah. something was learned something was learned regardless yeah awesome so um how can my audience find you online if they're interested in following or signing up for your program
1: yeah i if you are interested in even having a conversation of what coaching looks like for you or what it could look like for you i encourage you to visit my website um www.com dot Meraki inspired.com. There is a, a button on my website that you can sign up for a free 30-minute discovery call and really I like to say it's an activation call. It's really how do you want your life to look like and what do we need to get you from where you are now to there. Um, it's free click on it book a time let's have a conversation you have the keys to your freedom you have the the choice the ability to create choices in your life that will change how you live how you think and how you feel every day and i would love to be a part of that journey if you're if you're called to connect with me
0: Awesome. Well, Susan, thank you so much for um, joining me today. This is, has this has been a great conversation, oh. and I feel like I have taken so much. And and that's also um, like you've affirmed. Um, you know, I think that there are always people put into our own lives to affirm in areas where we're pushing forward. So this has just been an amazing conversation. Oh, and I you. I thank you for joining and I wish you nothing but all the success um, in the future.
1: Oh, same to you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Stay tuned, guys. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast, everyone, and thank you again to Susan for joining us. You can find her online at merakiinspired.com. Thank you all again for taking the time out of your day to join me. I am so very grateful for your support. Please find us online at glowupgirl.com, on Instagram at Glow Up Girl, and Facebook at Glow Up Girl ATL. And if you love this podcast, be sure to leave us a review. Before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little Glowspiration. Change equals self-improvement. Push yourself to places you haven't been before. That is a quote from Pat Summit. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everybody.